episode of Total Health 2020. In this episode, we're going to be talking about exercise. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Welcome to the episode. I just want to thank everyone for continuously tuning into these episodes. Um, Today, I'm going to be kind of finishing that series on weight loss and exercise fitness and that kind of thing by talking a little bit about exercise today. And so what I, I'm going to kind of make it a short episode. What I really want to talk about is just very general things about how to design an exercise regimen and routine, how to stick by it, the different kinds of exercise routines you can kind of um, go by, which ones you should choose based on your specific weight loss goals and things of that sort. And so the first thing I kind of want to talk about is setting a schedule. And I think this is very important. It's kind of um, something I've talked about in all the episodes, basically, in, in terms of Instead of getting down to the nitty-gritty details on how to lose weight, how to build an exercise routine, diet routine, things of that sort, it's important to kind of figure out what works best for you because ultimately with all of these things, consistency is key and it's going to be the most important thing in determining your um, ultimate progress. And so setting a schedule is very important and there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Um, The easier you can make your schedule to abide by, the more likely you're going to stick with it and have long-term success and results. And so I think the thing with exercise and diets and things like that is, um, I guess when you start making excuses, when you have a long day and you come home and you're like, man, I had a really long day today. I'm just going to skip today. I'm not going to do it. Um, There's a pretty good chance that you're going to have, you know, long days, for, uh, other days of the week. And there's always things that are going to come up. And I think the most important thing is just kind of setting very strict boundaries and uh, rules for yourself that so that even when you have an excuse, you don't really take that excuse. You you still go to the gym because one, either you really like to go to the gym, you're starting to enjoy it because you're seeing progress and it's something you just enjoy doing, or you just make it so easy for you to go. You remove some of that initial inertia that it just becomes easier for you to go and you're not going to make excuses and skip as, as often as you would uh, otherwise normally do. And so there's ultimately many different times you can work out throughout the day or exercise throughout the day. Um, it really just depends on what's easiest for you and what what's best for your schedule. A lot of people find success with working out first thing in the morning because then it kind of takes that... Um, like tough day scenario out of the equation. Like if you come home very late one day and you had a tough day, then you're very unlikely to miss that um, exercise opportunity because you got done with it in the very beginning of the day. Um, Me personally, it's not what I do, but I know a lot of people who have success with this method. And so ultimately just waking up even 30, 40 minutes before you otherwise normally would, um, maybe try to sleep a little bit earlier the night before, things of that sort. But getting a good exercise routine in the beginning of your day can really, really surprisingly change your energy levels, your thought process, your mood for the rest of the day. And so um, not only are you less likely to skip because you got it out of the way very early when you're the most energized in the beginning of the day, but additionally, you may have um, kind of like overflowing impact on the rest of your day just because exercise naturally releases a lot of endorphins. It gets your heart rate going, your metabolism pumping a little bit faster. And so it generally allows you to think a little bit more clearly and just have a better, more productive um, day following your exercise. And so I think that's definitely one thing that you can consider is just trying to get your exercise done um, early on in the morning. So Maybe one thing you can do, first thing you wake up, drink a quick cup of coffee or pre-workout or whatever it is to get that initial kind of like motivation to go, a little bit boost of energy. And then after you get that going, you can uh, go to the gym early on in the day and then you don't really have to worry about it. 
Um, me personally, I look forward to working out, and so I keep it until after I get off get off of work or um, school or whatever it is. And so um, that's something I like doing. There are different benefits to working out at different times of the day, like I said. So if you are going for more muscle growth and things like that, um, you tend to be able to just lift a little bit more, have a little bit more energy later on in the afternoon, evening, just because you have more food in you, basically. Um, and so that's why I generally kind of like working out a little bit later in the day. Um, also, I, I just enjoy working out. And so after a long day, I look forward to kind of like de-stressing uh, and relaxing at the gym. So that's something that works for me. But again, if you feel like you've tried this before, you make a lot of um, excuses or you're just not really able to have the same energy level and um, motivation and dedication at the end of the day, whatever it may be, um, maybe try to have it a little bit earlier in your day. If you have a one hour lunch break, maybe try um, working out during that time and uh, eating a lighter lunch or eating um, some snacks in between just so you still are eating food, of course. I don't want you to skip lunch by any means, but just having some, some time in the middle of the day to maybe boost your energy levels and things of that sort might be helpful as well. I got the schedule down and out of the way um, and you've kind of determined a specific time of the day you're going to work out every single day. Um, now we want to kind of determine how many times you're going to go to the gym, right? And so if you're just beginning on your weight loss journey, your exercise journey, you may want to start a little bit slow. You're much more likely to be sore and that may hinder your progress and kind of like deter you from going to the gym just because it doesn't feel great necessarily to be sore all the time. And so um, maybe start with working out just once or twice a week. Um depending on what you want to do. If you just want to lose weight and you want to do cardio, you may be able to up the frequency a little bit just because you're not going to be as sore more likely. It's more of a cardiovascular endurance thing. And so your muscles aren't necessarily as fatigued and as sore. But if you are weight training, um, increasing the kind of uh, space between your workouts may give you some benefit just in terms of recovery and uh, motivation to kind of go. So uh, maybe just working out, for example, once on Monday, once on Thursday, and then taking the rest of the days off. Um, as you kind of start working out more and more, you'll realize you're not as sore. You feel a little bit better. Um, and I think with starting anything, it's the first few days, first few weeks that are the hardest, whether it's a diet, whether it's an exercise, whether it's studying for a test or whatever it is, once you kind of get into the routine and groove of things, it's a lot easier to kind of continue on. Um, so then you can kind of work your way up. You can start working out three or four times a week, um, maybe even eventually going to five times a week if you feel good about it. And so um, figuring out a good frequency for yourself on your schedule is very important. And so that's one thing you want, definitely want to do. Um, and when you are kind of developing a routine, so I personally, I recommend some kind of weight training exercise regimen. Um, of course, definitely in, uh, in conjunction with uh, cardiovascular endurance exercises. But I think in terms of losing weight, um, something you can do early on that will really benefit you is, is weight training because not only are you essentially, you're burning calories during the exercise, you're also burning a lot more calories after the exercise because you're giving yourself a lot of metabolic stress. Your body has to adapt to the muscle fibers that you've broken down and you really have to build those back up and that takes a lot of energy. And so um, while you're doing that, you're also increasing your total daily energy expenditure because muscle requires a lot of um, calories and energy to function normally. And so if you're building more muscle over time, you're naturally just going to burn more calories um, doing nothing essentially. And so I think building a solid um, base or foundation of, of muscle size and strength is very important for a 
weight loss and ex- exercise regimen just because um, it sets a good foundation for uh, weight loss in the future because you generally have to work a little bit less if you have more muscle mass on you. Um, so that's what I, I typically do and what I recommend. But additionally, if you want to um, just kind of run or walk or whatever it is that's easier for you and uh, more enjoyable for you, by all means do that as well. You tend to burn more calories during the actual exercise and things that um, stress your cardiovascular conditioning more, but you don't necessarily burn as many calories later on. Um, in terms of cardiovascular exercises, there are multiple kind of schools of thought. There's high-intensity interval training, which again goes by that same mantra of working harder and requiring more muscle use and growth um, in a shorter period of time. And while that may not necessarily burn as many calories in the short term, in the long term, because there's that additional metabolic stress and adaptation that's required, you're going to burn more ca- more calories throughout the day. And so high-intensity interval training is very useful for people who are short on time. If you don't necessarily feel like you have very long periods of time, like an hour or whatever it may be to exercise, if you can just get in a good 20-minute exercise where you're really, really stressing yourself, you're not able to continue a conversation with uh, with someone next to you, for instance, um, then I I think that's very, very beneficial because you're going to burn a lot of calories in a very short amount of time and you're being as efficient as possible. And so Typically, I I try to keep my workouts under one hour, usually about 45 minutes. And the reason I'm able to kind of maintain a good uh, progress by doing this is because I keep it very intense during those workouts and during that short amount of time. And so I'm still burning a lot of calories. I'm still inducing some muscle hypertrophy and um, uh, stress, but I'm doing it in a very short amount of time. So it, it works with my schedule. But if you don't enjoy high-intensity interval training or you find it's too difficult or whatever it may be, um, and if you have a little bit more time, you can undergo or uh, partake in exercise known as LIS or low-intensity steady-state cardio. And so this is what you typically think of um, when you exercise just like a slow jog, um, a brisk walk, something that requires a little bit more time. So you're going to be stressing yourself, but not as much, but you can probably, you know, talk to someone while you're walking quickly or jogging slowly, things of that sort. You are burning a lot of calories while you're doing this, but it's only really during the, um, for simplicity's sake, you're only really burning uh, most of your calories while you're exercising. Once you stop, you're kind of able to quickly kind of like recover from that exercise, you're not going to be burning as many calories and it requires more time. So it just depends on what's enjoyable for you, um, what you're actually physically able to do. If you're not able to train very intensely for a short period of time, by all means, less is a great way to exercise. And ultimately, like I said, it's just whatever you can consistently do is going to give you the most progress. Um, In terms of different exercises you can do for both, so high-intensity interval training, you can do things called suicides, which is basically just sprinting back and forth for short periods of time. So for example, if you um, live in a house or apartment uh, on the street you're on, you can run from one end of the street to the other as fast as you can two times and then take a a quick 30-second break, then go ahead and do that again two times, then take a quick short-minute break. Ultimately, so the idea is to stress yourself for a very short period of time, give yourself a little bit of rest, but you're not going to rest to the point where your heart starts beating a lot more slowly and goes back to baseline. You're, you're basically going to want to keep your heart rate up. You're going to want to exercise vigorously, but you can have short periods of rest in between whatever your exercise is. And so you can be creative with this. You can do um, you know, boxing. You can go uh, kickboxing classes. You can run. You can jump rope. Whatever it is that you enjoy doing, 
Um, just do it intensely as hard as you can for a short amount of time. Take a little bit of break as necessary, then rinse and repeat. So that's one way to undergo um, high-intensity interval training. In terms of lists, um, different exercises you can do would just be walking your dog for uh, a pretty long walk. You could jog um, around your neighborhood or in a park. You could, again, jump rope, but just at a more uh, leisurely kind of pace. You can you can do all sorts of things, um, whether it's like active yoga, things of that sort, anything that's going to really require some uh, form of exercise or energy expenditure. But something you can, uh, a good like rule of thumb for me is kind of if you're able to keep a, a reasonable conversation with someone, then um, that would probably follow under that um, list category of training. Stepping away from cardio a little bit, if you want to weight train, which is something, again, I, I highly endorse and recommend, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. Um, so there are ways to essentially focus on muscle strength. If that's something that you're interested in, you want to be strong, but not necessarily put on a whole lot of muscle mass and look bulky, but you do want to be functionally fit, then there are certain rep ranges and certain um, exercises and things like that you, that you can do. Instead, if you want to look good um, and you really want to focus on muscle size rather than strength and uh, function, then you can... Um, you know, pursue certain exercises that are more hypertrophy-based uh, exercise regimens. And so basically the premise behind this are is that different muscles in your body have different proportions of fast twitch and slow twitch fibers. Um, these fibers respond differently to different exercises. And so the premise of strength training is to predominantly train your fast twitch muscle fibers. And in order to do this, we typically hit compound exercises or exercises that require multiple joints to move in different planes of motion. And so usually when we think about this, we think of exercises that involve um, dumbbells or barbells or bodyweight exercises, not so much machines and cables, but um, they can also be compound exercises just depending on how you kind of incorporate them. But so an example of this would be the bench press, right? And so that's a good compound exercises. It involves um, your shoulders, your pec major, pec minor, your triceps, and you're moving a pretty heavy weight um, and you're having to stabilize it yourself using a lot of different minor muscle groups. And so to undergo predominantly strength-based training, you're going to want to stay in lower rep ranges and use higher weights. When you're doing this, you're basically relying on your muscles to contract very vigorous, vigorously and um, powerfully in a very short amount of time because you're only doing a few repetitions of the weight, but you're moving as much weight as you can. On the other hand, you can still use the bench press to um, really focus on muscle hypertrophy and muscle size by increasing the number of repetitions you're doing um, using more slow controlled uh, repetitions instead of just trying to get up, get the weight up and uh, down as quickly as you can, you're going to want to control the weight on the concentric or contractive portion of the exercise, as well as especially on the eccentric or the relaxing portion of the exercise. Um, and the reason for this is because, again, those slow twitch muscle fibers, they're more abundant in mitochondria. And so their role in um, your muscles is really to maintain muscular endurance. And by increasing the amount of fluid that our muscles hold, increasing the amount of mitochondria, you're essentially targeting different aspects of um, muscle growth and hypertrophy. And so when we kind of vary our training style based on um, how quickly and slowly we're uh, moving the weight, how many repetitions we're doing, that's when we kind of start to get into the nitty-gritty of really maximizing the goal that we set out for ourselves. 
in the beginning, if, again, if you're a beginner, I would not focus too much on, on these kind of things. Just choose a, a regular rep range. And so when I see, when I uh, say like a high or low rep range, what I really mean is something in the low rep range would be anywhere between two to five reps. So if you're gone on the bench press again, for instance, just getting the weight up and down between two to five times is what the heaviest weight you can do that for is going to be uh, focusing mostly on strength. Um, but when you're focusing on muscle hypertrophy, you generally want to be in the rep range between roughly 8 to 12, all the way potentially up to 20. So it depends on how you train again, but I think a good kind of in-between for most people would just be to train in the roughly 8 rep range. Um, in that rep range, you're going to essentially get the best of both worlds for the most part. You can train strength by using the heaviest weight you can for those eight reps. Um, you can focus on increasing that weight that you're lifting every single week, trying to lift a little bit more and more whenever you are doing that exercise. And you are also focusing on the muscle endurance and hypertrophy portion because you're fatiguing your muscles in that um, amount of time that you're that it requires to lift uh, eight eight reps or eight to ten reps, and so I think that's a good place for most people to start. Um, depending on how you want to train, you can start tweaking this, seeing what works best for you, what gives you the most progress in terms of whatever you're looking for, and these are all important things to kind of take into consideration. So, in addition to choosing your rep ranges, things like that. Um, when you're lifting heavier weights and you're undergoing strength training, you're probably going to need to rest a little bit longer in between your sets. And so when you're doing this, that may take more time to um, add to your workout. So that's something to consider. If you're working in higher rep ranges, um, it may feel more tiring, but generally you can recover a little bit quicker to lift a lower amount of weight um, when you're doing those higher rep ranges. And so you can get your workout done a little bit quicker just because you don't have to rest as long. But in addition to all these kind of variables that we're thinking about, there are different also kind of splits that we can do in terms of the frequency that we're targeting each muscle group. And so when we're talking about weight training, like I mentioned, so when you're first starting out, it's beneficial to maybe just do one or two workouts a week. And when we do that, we don't want to just target um, chest, for instance, once a week and then target um, biceps and triceps the, the other day because then we're not really focusing on well-developed, um, balanced kind of muscle growth and exercise. We kind of want to hit all of our body parts to kind of maintain a good posture, a good uh, balance of um, weight distribution and uh, exercise and muscle um, hypertrophy. And so one way to kind of do this is to create splits in your workout. And so there's different kind of splits. And what I mean by that is different ways you're targeting each muscle group every time you work out. So generally, it's best not to target just one muscle group, like I mentioned. We don't want to just uh, target our vanity muscles, for instance. We don't want to just hit chest or just hit um, back and biceps or um, just hit legs. We really want to kind of focus on well-developed um, and uh, holistic training. And so one way to do this would be to do a full body workout. And so when you're a beginner and you're not working out as frequently, um, the full body workout is very, very useful. And even as an advanced trainer, the full body workout is something I've, I highly recommend as well. Um, and so one way you can kind of structure this and organize this would be to, for example, if you're working out twice a week, on Monday, if you're working out, you can hit chest and back. And so by doing these, you can different kinds of exercises you can do would be push-ups, pull-ups, bench press, um, lat pull-downs. You can do uh, bent over rows. And these are all different things you can look up online. I highly recommend going to um, YouTube, typing in different um, workout 
regimens and exercise splits just because it's kind of hard to talk about and walk through on a um, audio only source like a podcast but watching videos on how to perform the correct uh, form when you're doing these movements and different ideas for different movements is going to be very very helpful for you but so again back to the back to what I was saying if you're doing chest and back on Monday then on Thursday if you're only working out twice a week you can do um, legs and shoulders and then arms or something like that or you can do less exercises for each muscle group and try to hit everything in one day so you can do push-ups pull-ups squats all on Monday and then on uh, Thursday you can do something a little bit different but still you're targeting every muscle group and the benefit of kind of doing this is there's been studies that show that uh, muscle hypertrophy and muscle growth and strength for that matter are really maximized if you're hitting each muscle group at least twice a week and so when you're tip talking about different kinds of splits, one of the ones we typically um, see a lot of people doing, um, it's colloquially known as like a bro split. So what that kind of entails is maybe Monday doing chest day, Tuesday doing back day, um, Wednesday doing shoulders, Thursday, Friday, uh, you know, arms and legs or whatever it may be. We're really not maximizing muscle hypertrophy and, and growth because we're only targeting that muscle group once. And muscle protein synthesis and muscle growth is really best um, kind of maximized and most efficient when we're not necessarily completely fatiguing our muscle every time we work out, but rather hitting it, allowing some semblance of um, recovery time, and then hitting it again about 48 hours to 72 hours afterwards so that we're really maximizing the amount of time that our body is able to adapt to the stresses that we're placing on it. And so those are different kinds of ways you can do that would be um, adapting your split. So like a full body split really really maximizes that idea. Um, a push-pull leg split is great. So what a push-pull leg split essentially is, is you're, um, instead of uh, joining your um, exercise or planning your exercises by muscle group, you're doing it by function. And so mostly push exercises tend to target your muscle groups, which you push with. So what those typically are, are your chest, your shoulders or deltoids, and then your triceps. And then pull exercises tend to be back, um, trapezius, um, your rear deltoids and your biceps and then legs you can kind of hit separately because they're a very large muscle group um, there's a lot of muscles comprising um, what you would typically just think of as your legs and so these are all important things to consider there are different ways to kind of go about planning your exercise routine again we're getting into the nitty-gritty which i don't necessarily want to do just because again the most important thing is consistency but find out what works best for you um, if you work best on a full body split or push pull leg split, um, if you only like doing body weight exercises and you want to work out from home to kind of stay away from um, the gym and having to buy equipment if you're working out from home, then try different kinds of body exercises. You can do push ups, pull ups, body weight squats. Um, there's a lot of different variations on things you can do. Again, I think the most helpful thing you can do would just be to kind of YouTube some of these exercises. There's a lot of fantastic resources if you um, just kind of search whatever it is you're looking for. So I hope that was a good kind of overview on exercise routines. In terms of general tips and advice um, in order to stay more consistent, again, try to work around your schedule plan in advance so that you're not tempted to kind of skip on days when you have a difficult day or things like that. Um, find an accountability partner. If it helps you to um, have a personal trainer, go ahead and for a short amount of time to at least get you introduced and um, kind of like get you addicted to the process and uh, habituated to the process. Having a personal trainer can help if you have the money for that. But if not, YouTube is a fantastic resource. 
um, even just having a friend to work out with is a fantastic resource. Um, having someone to keep you accountable, someone to deter you from taking the easy route out when you don't feel like going is really, really helpful for um, people. And so I wish you guys all the best of luck on your weight loss and exercise fitness journey. This series I did was um, kind of long, but I hope it was helpful. There's a lot more I could talk about, a lot more I would love to talk about. And if you guys are interested in that, please just let me know. I will continue to put out um, other information, but I just kind of wanted to put this out there for people who are wanting to make a change, especially during this time of coronavirus and quarantine pandemic, where it's very difficult to kind of get out and about and do our normal activities. I think kind of having your own exercise regimen, whether it be for whatever reason um, you really want to do it for, it's very helpful. And um, I hope this was helpful for you. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. You could have been doing anything with your day, and I appreciate you spending some time with me and I hope you guys have a wonderful day and week.